This is Wisdom from the Wardrobe, brought to you by Michael Bruce Image Consulting. Welcome to Wisdom from the Wardrobe with Michael Bruce Image Consulting. We're serious about style, not so serious talk. Each week, we like to impart a little bit of wisdom about style-related issues. Um, let me introduce you to your team. First up, we have Bruce Flamer, owner of Michael Bruce Image Consulting and style expert extraordinaire. Hey, hey. Let your head. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just call me Style King? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Next, we have Beck, our sensational stylist, travel enthusiast, and thrift culture countess. Why, hello. Hi. And then we have the ever-lovely Stacy. She is our anecdotalist and the pop culture princess. I love that. (laughs) Don't ask me to tell a story. Hello, everyone. (laughs) And I'm Pamela, image consultant, what can I say about myself this week? I don't know. Style savvy, music loving, brick transplant. That's all I got for you this week. Oh, there you go. It's that all good. Works. And cat wrangler. Mm-hmm. And cat, cat wrangler. wrangler. There you go. Oh, yeah. You lot of the cats. Yes. Yes. yes definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I like that, though. Oh, my gosh. No. We don't need to be cat lady. That's not a good thing. Okay. No. no. That's a definite no no. No. <laughs> hey, so uh, what's happening in the news, guys? So the interesting thing in the news this week is that Rihanna is now a billionaire, according to Forbes. And the interesting thing about it is it has nothing to do with her music. It is based on her Fenty fashion and beauty line. And what I didn't know, which you might find interesting, is that her name is actually Robin Rihanna Fenty. I had no idea where the Fenty name came from. But, um, you know, between her lingerie and her makeup, she's now worth $1.7 billion. And the only other woman richer than her is Oprah. So not so bad. Wow, there you go. Come on, Rihanna. Not shabby at all. (laughs) She's unbelievable. And she used for her latest ad campaign a, uh, a, I think it's all women of color uh, biker gang in Florida to model the lingerie and talk about uh, size inclusivity, Mm -hmm. um, really empowering the female body. And uh, that's pretty awesome. There you go. It's really awesome. I need to check. But it's also cool. I didn't realize Fenty is also a 50-50 partnership with LVMH, who, if you don't know who LVMH are, it's a French company that's behind Dior, Givenchy, Vuitton, mm-hmm. Marc Jacobs. So, you know, she's definitely in some rarefied air. Indeed. Oh, there you go, yeah. Rihanna. Good job. For someone so young, too, that's, it's great. I like that she went from music and figured out that she had maybe potentially another talent and gift and then kind of used the music part as kind of a catapult into something else. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, looking at her and Kylie Jenner, clearly I missed the boat in launching my own makeup line. So (laughs) (laughs) you would have been awesome at it as well, Beck. Hey, it's never too late, Beck. It's never Mm. too late. You know what? I'm gonna yeah. do a I'm gonna do a makeup line that's called the Emperor's New Makeup, and it's going to be nothing. But everyone thinks they're putting something on. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so you. That is so you. <laughs> right? Everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, how do I look?" Your makeup looks um, so great. Yeah. Right? And you're afraid to say anything, and it's like, no, it's so natural. Your natural yeah. beauty just like shines. It feels like you're not wearing anything at all. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying, trademark. <laughs> oh my gosh. You got to come oh, up with a great dear. name for it, though. I like it. 
uh, the emperor's <laughs> new makeup. <laughs> yeah. That's too long. How about I'll work Empress. on that? Oh, there you my go. Gosh. Just work I like on that. that. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, right, what are we talking we'll... about this week anyway? Ladies. Well, um, so this week's show is entitled RSVP. Now what? So basically, Ooh. I mean, it's that time of the year, you know, we're all getting um, invitations to weddings. I mean, last year it was a little different. There weren't many to be had. So quite often as image consultants and stylists, we get that question. Okay, I've got this invite now. What am I supposed to wear? So I thought that's what we'll tackle this week. Well, there you go. I've gotten four yeah. of them in the last week. Oh, lucky you. Yeah. Do you know what you're wearing to all of them? No, 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 not me personally. I only have one. Oh, I was so, going to say, that's a lot. But no, yes, the I've clients have a lot come, of The clients yeah. are, which is cool. They're coming out of the woodwork and asking. Mm-hmm, but definitely. they're all the so, same way. They're like, oh, like what do I wear? <laughs> well, it's RSVP, then what? Well, what most people do is panic. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what's happening. Yep, exactly. You know, what so, day of the week is it? What time of day mm-hmm. is it? So, I mean, the thing to consider when you get those invitations is there. there's definitely some categorization of, you know, what you wear for what event. So I thought what might be kind of interesting to start with is let's break it down by, you know, what does white tie mean? What does black tie mean? What does semi-formal, et cetera? That will help um, our listeners and anybody that gets an invitation to a wedding have a little bit more idea of the, what the expectation is. And then we can talk more specifics because obviously, you know, when you get an invitation that's for, I know Bruce threw this one out earlier, early December wedding in Arizona at six o'clock. What are you going to wear? You know, then that's when the panic starts to happen. It's like, okay, it says that it's cocktail attire or whatever. What, what does that mean? But then it's here and it's this time of day. And, you know, so yeah, let's start with that. So well, we, yeah. can I also add one more thing to consider? Mm-hmm. And that is um, a little bit of maybe how or where you were raised. Because mm. I went to a wedding recently that was a seven o'clock um wedding and then the reception immediately following and usually that is more dressy attire and there was quite a range of of looks and i was dressed and almost felt overdressed in comparison to a lot of the other guests at the wedding however that's how i under that's how i know to translate an invitation for 7 Mm p.m so i think it's also a generational thing because i I was talking to my son's girlfriend and she has a wedding and she said, it's cocktail. And she said, I have this cute little sundress. And I said, Mm -hmm. well, that's not really cocktail attire, but (laughs) in her mind it was because it was a shorter dress. So I think it is a little bit generational too. I I think, I mean, I think to a degree you're right, but there are definitely some, some kind of rules to follow that are kind of ingrained. So yes, some of it's going to be where you're from. Some of it's going to be your age, but our job is to enlighten people and tell them, you know, kind of what, what the thought is behind them so you can make your interpretation in a way that's going to make you feel comfortable when you turn up for the event. So, um, you know, you always have to consider what does it actually say on the invite? So, Stacey, the one that you were talking about, what did it actually say on the invitation? I don't think it specified dress, actually. Um, It was a second marriage, and so it wasn't the classic Mr. and Mrs. so-and-so and you know, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, and it just said that um, that it would be a vowel, vowel exchange at 7 p.m. with a reception to follow. Okay. So what did you wear? I wore... <laughs> I'm glad you asked. I wore <laughs> a, um, a black tuxedo dress. Very nice. There you go. And a little black dress can't go wrong with it. 
Well, P.S. I saw pictures of it, and um, hi, nice legs. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. And, you know, in comparison, there was, as I said, there's a lot of different ways that people interpret it. And one of the things that I think we as a team do very well is that um, we encourage people to dress in what they feel comfortable in and what their style is. And so while I had moments of looking to my left and right and thinking, I'm overdressed, it's also what I wanted to wear. And it was what I would wear. And I'm going to be unapologetic about the fact that this is how I translated it. This is what I'm comfortable in. This is what I'm going to wear. Right. Well, when you look good, you feel good. There you go. Drop the mic on that one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, why don't we start, like you said, Pamela, with the rundown? Let's just go exactly what all the different ones are. All right. Are. So let's start with the, the kind of the most formal, which is white tie, right? So this is super, super formal. This is, you know, weddings for royalty, um, state affairs, those kinds of things. So with that, you really need to think top hat and tails for guys. So, you know, the morning <laughs> suit, as we call it in the UK. Um, and let's be honest, have we really seen white tie since Downton Abbey? I mean, do they still do white tie weddings? Um, they do somewhere. Yeah, yeah I well, know. the UK, they will. <laughs> All right. I mean, here, I don't know. But maybe on the East Coast, you know, somebody who, you know, whatever, I, I don't know. But it's there. It's an option for people to choose. But that's kind of the, the most formal that you can get. Um, and for ladies, that means a full-length evening gown with glitz and shoes and potentially elbow-length gloves. Take I'd love there. to go to a white tie wedding, actually. I know. It sounds awesome. Yeah, but I need my ladies made to hand me my gloves, so I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if a tail would make my torso look a little longer. Oh, my gosh. Oh God. We don't care. <laughs> and neither do the listeners anymore. Exactly. And I'm going to wear long sleeves and not long gloves, or I'm going to do what the um, what the March girls did in Little Women, and I'm going to pretend that my one of my gloves is stained, and I'm only going to wear one glove. I hate the way that long gloves look. They make your upper arm look fat. <laughs> okay. Next. Maybe that's, maybe that's just We me. have our issues. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You said I'm anecdotal. <laughs> so that's white tie. Then we get to black tie, which usually takes place in the latter part of the day. Anything kind of after 5.30, 6 o'clock, you would expect to see tuxedos for that with a black bow tie or a black tie. Um, formal gowns for ladies should touch the ground or top of their shoes. No black suits or separates. A black tie does not mean a suit. It definitely means a tuxedo. Just in case you're wondering. Yeah, and I think, honestly, and joking aside, I do think that tuxedos and black tie is really about as formal as most Americans get. Mm-hmm. I think unless you're in the upper echelons on the East Coast, I think you'd, I, I really think you'd struggle to find a white tie event on the West yep, Coast. Absolutely. But we just want to lay it out there. So if people get an invitation, oh, yeah. they're not surprised by it. So then the next one would be black tie optional, um, where you know, a, somebody could wear a tuxedo or they can wear, you know, more formally, they can wear a suit, but it has dark with loafers, tie is expected with dress, you know, f- attire for ladies. It's a midi or a knee length cocktail dress. Um, evenings usually mean more formal so that you can put, a little, you know, heels on with it or a, um, a sandal. But yeah, it's the black tie portion is just that it's optional for guys to wear a tuxedo pretty much to make it simplistic. So if I'm hearing sandal, um, I'm assuming you're not meaning a Birkenstock. <laughs> no, no. Okay. <laughs> definitely not. A, we're, we're talking dressy. 
And unless some designer comes out with a dressy version of a Birkenstock <laughs> with a heel, okay. you keep it away from when it, weddings. I've seen okay. some things. <laughs> like, didn't Balenciaga come up with a croc that the is Beyonce fancy? Lager. Yeah, the Beyonce yep. Lager, yep. yep. So, yep. I mean... We'll just kind of, you know, floss over that one. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Um, and then formal attire. So less formal than black tie. Um, ladies can do a nicer cocktail dress. Men's tuxedo is not required, but jacket and tie, a traditional suit, elegant dress with or a nice pantsuit for ladies. That's formal attire. Do we need to go to a break yet, Bruce? Yeah, I think we should take a quick break and then we'll come back and get into the nitty gritties and all the details of what all those things actually mean. Sounds good. Don't forget, you're listening to Michael Bruce Image Consulting, Wisdom from the Wardrobe, where we are definitely not serious when we talk about style, but we are very serious about style. We'll be right back. Have you ever considered working with an image consultant or stylist, but were worried about what the experience would be like? If that sounds like you, then Michael Bruce Image Consulting is here to help. They've worked with thousands of people, and many of those individuals have shared their experiences by way of style stories. Go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com slash style stories and check out what their delighted clients have to say about their experiences. Welcome back to Wisdom from the Wardrobe. This is Stacy, joined by Bruce and Pamela and Beck. And we are talking about what do you do when you get an invitation to a wedding after you RSVP and uh, instead of panicking, what are you going to wear? Well, let's face it, everybody's going to panic. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> Which is really funny because you, people get wedding invitations how far in advance? How far in advance do you get a wedding invitation? It's usually about two months. Two months. So then it, two months to three months in advance. I got mine, this one, I'm going to it Friday, probably six months ago. It goes in the drawer for about four and a half months. That's the problem. And you're rummaging through it and then you see it again. That's, I think that's where the panic comes from with most people. Well, yeah, that's definitely part of it. But part of it is also interpreting what the bride and groom meant by you know their attire options for the wedding because it can be very convoluted right mm -hmm. In, these days people are, are definitely being more creative with their weddings and their venues and the expectations of the guests so it can leave people feeling a little flummoxed really about okay what do i mean it's not it's no longer the traditional like okay black tie um or formal attire or cocktail you need to know and the it's basics. tricky sorry, oh, sorry i was gonna say it's tricky too because i went to a zoom wedding on saturday you know so it was sort of how do I dress to be on camera with a bunch of people <laughs> all over the country? So that was a whole nother added element. <laughs> you know, and you're absolutely right. I actually um, did a wedding for somebody back in December. Um, and again, the bride and groom were dressed um, in uh, cocktail attire for their Zoom wedding. But most everybody that was on the Zoom calls, some, you know, dressed up, some didn't. So I think that's a little bit of an anomaly. I mean, we may see more of that in the future, especially when people live across countries or across continents. Um, it's not quite the same feel. What did you wear, Beck? <laughs> I'm sure she wore something I, fabulous and she accessorized. Yeah, I ended up wearing a great top and a good necklace so that, you know, from the waist up, I looked pretty good. But 
Um, I'll be honest, my bottom, I had a pair of joggers on because nobody <laughs> saw it. So. But top up, you looked great. So I think you were yeah. appropriate so for just, what the wedding yeah. was. Just remember, I mean, you know, even though it's a Zoom wedding, everybody else can still see you um, and just know that you want to feel good. You're, you're still participating in the nuptials of somebody. So, um, you know, if you if you want to make a little bit more of an effort rather than just, you know, what you were kind of lounging around in, that's great. You know, just and how, I, how comfortable yeah, there, you feel with it. There was another couple who, who was on and they both had their baseball hats on, you know, and I thought, well, I mean, granted, you're not there in person, but I don't know. I felt like I wanted it to be a little bit special for the bride and groom. I didn't want to. Yeah. Right. Which so from so a kind of, yeah. So that kind of leads on to, you know, um, we've skipped a couple, but let's jump into daytime casual, right? Mm -hmm. Which is sometimes what is, is noted on a wedding invitation. So that doesn't necessarily mean anything goes. So it's more relaxed, definitely, um, but it's still a wedding. So you can kind of relate that back to a Zoom wedding too. But Zoom weddings are new, so people are still finding their feet with it. But, you know, when, when you get an invitation that says daytime casual, that means no shorts, no running gear, no sneakers. I mean, th they're a no-go. You know, in person, definitely. Zoom, I would say you probably shouldn't either. But And definitely um, wear pants. Well, unless you're, <laughs> wait, wait, unless you're in Bermuda... Just saying. And you no, wear Bermuda because, shorts? Well, no, because if you were in a if you were in a location wedding, a beach, mm -hmm. it's still depending again, depending on the time of day, but there are fabrics to consider. You could wear a pair of linen trousers. Yes, you could. Yeah, but shorts. in Bermuda they wear shorts. So I was kind of kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> a little side note, I love the Bermuda Olympic team all wearing their Bermuda shorts in. That was awesome. And I love that they do that every year. So side note, but you know, well, and I think what fashion. I think what Pamela is ultimately trying to say is that, you know, and you'll get into a couple more of the scenarios, but ultimately you are attending somebody's nuptials. And mm -hmm. so, you know, for a Zoom wedding, if somebody takes a screenshot of all the people that are at the wedding, do you really yeah. want to be in a baseball cap? Right. You know, and just being respectful, respectful of the fact that, you know, they've set the tone. And yes, they may mean casual, but as Pamela said, that doesn't mean I just ran errands at Safeway and mm -hmm. now I'm going right. to head over to the wedding. And jump on the yeah. Zoom call. You're right. It's like, what would you wear if you were actually going to be in person? Well, I, I Maybe think not to go this that way. far, but yeah, you, you still want to be I, respectful, right? I agree. But think about it this way. So when you go to a wedding, usually, not always, but there's, there's a photographer and there's a videographer. Mm -hmm. So think of the Zoom call as the videographer. So, you know, quite often bride and groom on a Zoom call will want to record the nuptials. They'll want to record people's reactions. Mm -hmm. So you're there for prosperity. So, you know, maybe consider that when you're on the Zoom call that, it, you know, that's going to be there forever. And when somebody looks at their wedding video whether it's zoom or anything else you're a representation of how you turned up that day so yeah something to consider definitely um but going back to the business sorry to the daytime casual things that would be kind of acceptable things to wear to a wedding would you know for guys and ladies you know a, a blazer with a button down if it's a daytime wedding you can definitely do a pair of khakis in the evening you can't do a pair of khakis, but during the day you could. Um, and for women, a dress, you know, a sundress. If it's a beach location, you know, location, casual, a sundress with a hat. Um, but dresses, jumpsuits. What's nice about daytime casual is you can be more experimental with your color palettes, mm -hmm. your patterns. Um, 
you know, and you could switch up, a, you know, a suit if you wanted to for casual with a polo. So get rid of the crisp button down and put a polo top on, polo shirt on with it, but not your golfing polo shirt, something a little dressier than that. But and something else to consider for women, if it's an outdoor wedding, think about your shoe choice in the sense that if you have a really thin heel, you're going to sink right into the ground. So think about maybe a wedge or a block heel so yep. that you're not, you know, tripping as you go across the grass mm-hmm. to the serve, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so cocktail attire, that's as it sounds, you know, suit and tie, crisp shirt, um, a form, you know, a dress for a lady, shorter length hemline, you know, jewelry and shoe, shoes, um, semi-formal, dressy casual, um, a midi dress for a lady or a chic jumpsuit or wrap dress, light on the embellishments for this one. So when it's more formal, you want the more glitz and glam, but when mm-hmm. it's semi-formal, dressy casual, you don't need quite so much accoutrements or embellishments on your dresses. Um, suit and tie is definitely appropriate for guys. Um, when it says dressy casual, that's kind of a spin on business casual. And we know we get a lot of questions about business casual, but it's it's closely related to semi-formal. Um, just remember, it's it's an important event um, for people. The time of day is important. So if it's evening, it's darker colors. If it's daytime, it's lighter colors and lighter fabrics. Interesting. Is denim ever appropriate for a wedding? You know, that's a good question because, you know, I've seen a lot on social media where people are having more outdoor weddings and it's definitely more casual. I think, you know, we talk about business casual and dark denim. Mm -hmm. I think if it's a dressy pair of denim, dark, and you may be wearing a blazer with it or a shirt and tie, if it says casual, it's outdoor, I think that's okay. Okay. Would you ladies agree? I think so, because dark denim without, you know, a lot of whiskering or detailing on mm-hmm. it can look like a dress pant. Mm-hmm. So a true dark denim, I think, could be for a more casual wedding. I think but it would an- be appropriate. Yeah, I don't but know. I know. I'm struggling coming. with this. Okay. One thing before you say that, Stacey, now Bruce is going to ask, well, can I wear my sneakers with that? The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wear sneakers right every day. Sneakers are not appropriate for any wedding. <laughs> nope. Even Chris White? Stands? Fresh? No. <laughs> fresh new stands? No. Stacy, what did you want to say? <laughs> I I struggle with the denim thing. Like I know how chic dark denim can look mm-hmm. and how you can dress it up. And yet, you know, I'm like not even Blake Shelton wore denim to his wedding. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was a groom, I should hope not. Right, absolutely. Well, but but still, I mean, I you know, I feel like it is about circumstance in that case. Like if I was invited to a wedding that wasn't, you know, dare I say it didn't have like a country vibe or there wasn't something like that going, for me, I don't think that I could do dark denim. Well, I think that you've made you've hit the nail on the head there, Stacey. The the point there was like, what was the what was the venue? What was said on the on the card? Mm-hmm. It's an outdoor country theme wedding. Then wear the denim. Just wear it well and wear it elevated. I think the the key word to consider at all all kind of levels that you're looking at is it's elevated, right? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't go with a pair of holy jeans on to a wedding. I don't care what the you know what the invite says it's just it's just not done Mm -hmm. i know that sounds very snobby but (laughs) (laughs) very english it's just not done but but yes but you if somebody was having a back garden wedding you know a back you know garden wedding and it's a barbecue and hay bales to sit on and yeah yeah. then you know yeah great but elevate your look so Mm -hmm. yes put the blazer on with it um for ladies you know you could do a pair of denim but do it with you know a wedge um, or a heel, but definitely make the 
top portion very dressy. So um, it definitely depends on where where the wedding's at. So, you know, let's talk, you know, let's give a couple of examples for people. So if so, Bruce, you can do this one. If somebody was to invited to an afternoon wedding garden theme in the woods, what would a guy wear? Oh, wow. Well, I I still think that um, it doesn't matter for men i think every guy should have a great suit that's well fitted that fits him well um i would still do a, a suit for um and just a, a shirt i don't think you necessarily have to have a tie but a suit with a nice uh shirt or like you said a dressy or polo sweater knit would be totally fine okay and so shoes I... unfortunately no sneakers so a nice mm-hmm. dress shoe all right let's say early december wedding in arizona at 6 p.m it's formal what are you gonna wear it's still formal i you know it it doesn't matter if it's arizona i mean just wear a tropical weight suit if it's going to be hot it's still formal you still have to go dark it's six o'clock that's just me so i'm gonna rsvp no because i know i'm gonna sweat (laughs) (laughs) well you get like bruce says you can wear a tropical weight and for Mm -hmm. ladies too but remember what's what's hot during the day is necessarily going to be hot in the evening that's right you know you can do a long sleeve dress or you can take a cozy wrap with Mm -hmm. you you know because arizona december still it's not going to be 100 degrees at six you know seven o'clock at night you might chill so you really have to look at the time of day so kind of rule of thumb Evening, go darker, dressier. Daytime, lighter colors. Um, and really think about, you know, um, location. Is it more formal? Is it, you know, is it a beach? Is it a back garden? And kind of go from there. But colors, definitely important. And if it says that it's formal, make sure you're formal. Um, right. If it's honor. casual, honor what mm-hmm. honor what the bride is asking or the bride and groom or the grooms or the brides. Um, you know, honor what they're asking with, you know, those de- depictive words but think about the location too or you can always call them and just ask them yeah, you know, what, absolutely when you when you put that in yeah. there what did you mean you know what's the, the venue what's the thing what's it going to be right. like um i think that's important this one lady that i was talking to a client she was that wedding that's december in uh arizona i said maybe think about doing a, a fun shoe with it because she was like well i have this great black dress and i'm like it, that's great i said once you do like a fun shoe or a great bag add some color it is still arizona you know what mm-hmm. i mean so think of it that way and she was like oh i kind of like that idea so something a little more mm-hmm. colorful i think would be better than just your simple black dress i just want to say for the record mm-hmm. that uh i wish that the the rules of weddings were like school uniforms it's like just tell me what to wear and i know what to wear (laughs) all this creativity is great but i'm not gonna lie you do panic so that's why you need to contact us (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's definitely resources out there we're one of them you know you can if you have a wedding coming up and you're not sure what to wear you know um send us an email through our contact form on michaelbruceimageconsultant.com and you know schedule a style consultation we can definitely help guide you in the right direction give you some hints and tips there you go so the wedding season doesn't have to be stressful yes I remember right. wedding season isn't just now. It can be year long. Yes. So yes. Yeah. Plan right. ahead. Plan, plan ahead. ahead. All right. I think that's all we've got time for again yeah. this week. Wow, More. that went fast. <laughs> I, it always goes by really fast, yeah. but uh, we, I thought we had some good stuff, good conversation, and hopefully mm-hmm. helpful tips for people. Remember to go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com, and thanks for listening to Wisdom from the Wardrobe. See, ya. See you next time. Bye.
If you like what you're listening to and want to learn more about the team, get some great style inspiration and useful style tips on how to elevate your personal style, you can follow them on Instagram at MichaelBruceIC. That's Instagram at MichaelBruceIC. Thanks for listening.